What's up guys, I'm gonna try and record this, um, it might come across a little bit rambly, so admittedly I won't know if this is what I go with until Tuesday comes up, and we've made that determination, or this is what's uploaded, or whatever the case may be, but we'll see what happens when we get there, we'll cross that bridge together. <clears throat> well, what's up everybody, this is Objection, and this is the Deposition with Objection, and I am Objection or B, or Brandon, whichever you prefer, and uh, today I'm a podcaster, and I had something that I've noticed that's been happening lately with these podcasts is um, I'll be experiencing something, could be for weeks, could be for hours, could be for months, could be for however long, and then I will want to get the ideas that I have regarding it out of my mind and onto some sort of like paper if you will and that has taken the form of journaling that's taken the form of socials posts that's taken the form of this podcast that's taken the form of a lot of different things as far as journaling goes um and you know today's recording is is no exception i guess to that rule uh, but it does come with a little bit of backstory and for what might, well, no, we've definitely touched on, you know, some things that I do in in this podcast before. Um, but I'm going to like, I'm going to tie this to like a specific story that that kind of took place today and then kind of walk it back and, and tell you where, where my brain is at with stuff uh, regarding to what I'm or with regards to what I'm going to talk about today. So I just finished decompressing from a drive that I went on. You might be saying, Brandon, why do you have to decompress from a drive? You love to drive. And that's true. Typically I drive when I want to decompress. But the drive that I went on, I was on a bit of a mission. And I was successful in my mission. But at the same time, it was it's it's become one of those at what cost levels of success, I guess you could say. Uh, I recently discovered there was <clears throat> a piece of equipment that you could buy that would convert your uh, Nintendo 64 controller into a wireless Nintendo 64 controller for use with your Switch. And because those controllers are increasingly where where are increasingly rare and are growing more expensive by the minute, uh, I decided that I was going to try and go this route since um, one of my friends was kind enough to send me a Nintendo 64 with a controller. The problem is, is that he only was able to send me one controller and I don't want to gut the only N64 controller that I'll have for the console. So I decided today that I was going to go out and look for another Nintendo 64 controller. But I wanted a Nintendo brand one. I didn't want a uh, and like a. They have these third-party ones, which I guess is okay since I'm gonna be gutting the internals anyways. Uh, but I've decided that the one that I bought, the one that I bought, is actually a Nintendo brand controller. Um, but it's in good condition, so I'm not going to do anything to it. I'm actually gonna gut the one that that uh, I was sent, and. Um, you don't really like destroy the internal so if i ever needed to go back to what it was before i can but how often do we like oh i'm gonna save this you know it's kind of like the old video game adage i'm gonna save all these potions for when i need them and then you beat the game and you never use them so anywho 
went to a video game store, and when I walked into the store, I'm not going to tell you what store it was, um, but it is one of a couple of retro video game stores in my area. And I went to the store, and there was, you know, two employees, and they were helping out a mom and her child. And uh, the lady was having, like, an old console inspected. And the guy, like, you know, he kind of looked it over, and he took a couple looks at it. And he just was like, oh, I think you're having this. This is the problem that you're having with this console. And she was was very, like, she was kind of disappointed in the whole situation. And typically, it it's something of, of a of a thing of mine where I like to offer input or assistance where I, where I can. Um, but lately I've been experiencing this thing where I feel like the input that I have is just either not desired or it won't land the way that I want it to land. So I've been clamming up and I don't like that <laughs> to be completely transparent with all of you. Um, I, I like being able to offer help and I like being able to talk about stuff, but, um, something that, that I struggle with that an increasing number of, of other people seem to not struggle with is saying things with an extreme level of confidence that you may not be confident about or that you may have no knowledge of. Like, something that I'm seeing a lot of lately is there is an increasing number of people, <clears throat> excuse me, who somehow, and I, and I don't know if it's, if it's like a generational thing, because I see it across the board at, at all ages, any, at any level of maturity, across the gender spectrum, whatever the case may be, people will say things with confidence like things that they're not even sure of are the case and i i find myself wondering why you know like i'm the type of person that if i don't know something i want so desperately to learn mostly so that i don't sound like an idiot but let me not say mostly it's usually because i don't want to sound like an idiot but mostly because I, I desperately want to learn. Like, I want to be more knowledgeable in as many areas of, uh, of life as I can be, right? Like, there, there have been instances where, like, I've been in... I wouldn't... I would never call myself an expert in an area, but there have been cases where something that I have an extremely high level of familiarity with, something that I, I may have been doing for most of my life you know what i mean like a, a video game that i've i've played quite a bit or you know basketball which is something that we talk about a lot here or driving my car or whatever the case may be and it's not that i'm not willing to learn but i've had you know individuals who experience the things that that i would consider myself to be very very experienced in um they're experiencing them for the first time or at a novice level and I've had people try to explain to me how things work when I have when I would have to argue that I have like a level of expertise in this thing. And it kind of caught me off guard because that's that's the vibe that I got from these guys. And I don't think 
I don't think that they were being mean. And I don't think that, that some of the interactions that I've had, you know, from people at large were people being mean. I just think that, that sometimes people feel kind of challenged when when they're asked about something or when they're doing something that they're not familiar with and saying things with a level or an air of confidence makes it seem I don't know maybe maybe like they they know more about what it is that they're doing than they're letting on or they don't they don't seem as not knowledgeable but I don't the weird thing about it is that it's it's not something necessarily that bothers me you know like I, I don't mind if if you if you are new to something and you don't know ask and that's perfectly fine like I don't I don't have a problem with that even if you're an experienced veteran with something and you don't know something still ask there's plenty of things that that I have a lot of experience in that I'm not necessarily an expert in but you know, I'll I'll definitely ask if there there are things that I don't know or things that I'm trying to figure out. So I left this store and I didn't buy anything. I I, I looked around and they kind of had some. They always have some interesting things when I'm. Sorry, I had to pause and mute for a bit of a coughing fit there. I feel like my voice sounds kind of weird on this podcast. Anyways, um, the the store that I was in, they always have interesting stuff but in this case i was like you know i gotta get out of here i like something about this experience i i don't know if i if i want to be in here right this second so i took my leave and i went to the other store and the other place it's it's uh kind of like it's a it's a retro shop but it feels so new um i'm not sponsored by this place and i i don't know if i want to name them specifically but if you want to know where i was um just shoot me a message on on socials or in Discord or something like that, or we can tack, we can tack, we can talk about it on stream if you come by stream. Uh, but I went to this other store and I went in there, and the first thing that caught my eye was I looked over to the left and they had a bin full of Nintendo sixty four controllers, and I was like, okay, this place is already up one because you know they have like actual Nintendo merchandise that is what i'm interested in trying to secure right now and it just it seemed like it was a lot quieter uh but there were there were more people in there so i you know i'm in a video game store and i'm kind of like i've admittedly started christmas shopping which is something that i do around this time of year and i everybody you know halloween i get it um but i was christmas shopping for for some friends and family and was just kind of browsing around and getting an idea of of what I wanted to do and and some things that I wanted to try for for Christmas. And I walked by. It was the first time I had ever seen. I've been to this place a couple of times, but I walked by and they had these PCs set up. And I was kind of just, you know, looked over because I saw something that looked a little familiar to me. And I was like, is that Luke? And sure enough, you know, they had Street Fighter 6 running on this PC. Now, I'm looking, and there's like five or six different PCs set up. There's one PC that's got like a face camera on it. And I'm like, oh, this is a tournament. This is going to be a tournament, you know? And I'm sitting there, and I'm kind of just, you know, I'm deep in my, I'm deep in thought. Now, as an aside, not because I know we're getting kind of, you know, mixed up and jumping around here. 
Uh, if you have spent any amount of time in my stream over the past couple of weeks, um, you know that right now I'm I'm at a bit. I don't want to call it an impasse just yet, but I'm definitely having a hard time with Street Fighter Six. Uh, I don't think that Street Fighter Six is a bad game. I th I think personally for right as of right now, in terms of my favorite games that have come out this year, definitely top three. Right. Um, I've got. I would even go as far as to say probably my top two, right? I've got uh, Tears of the Kingdom and Street Fighter VI really high up there uh, going into, you know, coming out of summer. We'll say coming out of summer. However, I have not plateaued skill-wise in a game as hard as I have plateaued in Street Fighter VI. I feel like I am struggling to get better because I don't know how to practice. Um, I don't know what to practice against. I don't know who to practice against. I don't know what it is that I'm doing wrong. Um, I find personally that the characters that I gravitate towards, like the ones that I'm enjoying are, well, right now I'm enjoying Cammy and Ken. Uh, I've been a Ken main since Street Fighter 2 Turbo back in the 90s, you know, so I figured I could stick with Ken and just kind of adapt and learn you know, some of the new mechanics and the new systems, but there is so much that's been done to that game in, in the name of approachability that it's created this weird gray area sort of skill gap zone where there, without coming across as rude or mean to people, there are people who are brand new to the game who are thriving and having a lot of success with it mechanically because Capcom has done a wonderful job of making it approachable and bringing new players into Street Fighter. And I think that's great. I, th I really genuinely do think that's great. Um, but I've, I've done some research and, and talked to a lot of people who are, you know, influential in the fighting game community. And, you know, they're, they're kind of torn on, you know, some of the mechanics that have been added to the game because it makes the game a lot more approachable for uh you know for for newer players and it, it gives them a a solid base with which to compete against high level players right and what it doesn't do is people who are in the gray area who are trying to come up people like me um i feel like we're struggling a little bit harder there was another member of my chat i'm not going to name names who said who said the same thing because i was very vocal about this um, the other day on stream where I was like, I feel like I'm just not getting any better and it's a shit feeling. It, it really sucks, but you know, it's something that I, I desperately want to overcome. And for a half a second, I sat there and I thought about, you know, is this something that I'm interested in, in doing? And so I walked around the store and then I went to the counter and I was like, hey, man, you know, this is what I'm looking for. And he was like, here are your options. Uh, he actually had some Nintendo branded stuff and he had a black one. He had the atomic purple one, which I almost bought. Uh, he had a regular gray one, which is the one I went with because it had the nicest joystick. And uh, he had a black one. Did I say black already? Gray, black, atomic purple. What was the other color? I think it was green, maybe. Anywho. Um... So I, you know, I was sitting there and he was doing something and 
I asked, I was like, is that a Street Fighter 6 tournament? And he was like, well, yeah, but they're, the people that are holding it aren't here yet. So typically in tournament play, the rules are they supply the machines, the machinery with which, with which you're going to compete on. You bring your controller. And I obviously didn't leave the house thinking that I needed my PlayStation controller or any controller for that matter because I was just on a mission to do something else. Um... And I sat there for like a solid five or six minutes and was like, well, should I buy a PS5 controller? Should I stick around? Do I want to compete in this? And the minute I said the word to myself compete, I instantly hit myself with the most unbelievable ick I've experienced in a very long time. Now, let me tell you that over the past couple of months, I have been in situations where I have experienced varying levels of, of ick with certain situations and complete transparency, even certain people. There have been times where, and it's not that I dislike anybody, but there have been times where I've seen somebody do something that was just so outside of the character that I've come to know about them, it put me in a position to where I was like, I do not know this person. And it makes me... A little uncomfortable because I don't I'm used to a different level of interaction with them or I'm used to a different um, you know I'm used to a different I guess frame of reference or frame of mind with that person and this just this does not line up with with what I'm used to experiencing but the point I'm trying to make is is that as soon as I said to myself I want to compete or do I want to compete I was like nope I'm done and paid for my controller and bounced and i was driving home and i was start i was thinking about the the combination of of people that just say things with that they're not sure of or maybe they they believe them but they just say them with this unbelievable amount of confidence and the the whole competition aspect of stuff and that's when it hit me that, like, I, I genuinely feel that my competitive edge on a personal level is just gone. Like, I have absolutely no desire to compete with anybody for anything. And I think that there are a lot of people out there who thrive on competition whether it's like a discussion debate argument video games sporting knowledge base whatever you know like there's a whole ass game show network dedicated to people who who like to compete and i don't think there's anything wrong with liking to compete and to be completely transparent this is something that's very very recent like i used to love competition i you know you can ask like my my old uh car buddies you can ask the people i used to play basketball with you can ask i have a really good friend that every time i post a podcast um he likes the the, the post on x the tweet whatever they're calling it now um and he is one of my most bitter fighting game rivals i mean i love him to death he's a brother to me and if he listens to this he'll know exactly who i'm talking about um but every time I, you know, back in the day when, when we were competing in things, matter of fact, if he listens to this, 
I'm just going to say this, Gundam Battle Assault 2, and he'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But we used to just compete and compete and compete, and I used to just compete. Like, I didn't ever really mind competition, but then everything became competition, right? Like, I don't know when it happened, but it just, it feels like to me lately, and I'm probably grossly mistaken and grossly misunderstanding this, but I'm so desperately seeking clarity that I'm going to record it and make a podcast out of it and hopefully get some feedback on this one because I'm, I'm at, I'm, I don't want to say I'm at my wits end, but I'm definitely at a loss as for how to proceed, right? Like conversations in groups and, you know, socials posts and streams and, you know, down to actual legitimate competitions even, you know, comp- you know, discussing ideas has become so competitive that it makes me not want to have these discussions. And it makes me sad because I'm really, I feel like on a personal level, I'm on the cusp of a, a social breakthrough in many ways. Like, I, I have, like, I, I feel like I can do, there's something that I'm trying to do specifically with my Twitch channel I'm trying to do something that no, I don't think any other creator is doing as far as, you know, how they're, they're building a community. You know what I mean? Like, I'm genuinely trying to like get in the nitty gritty and be, um, I want to be a part of something. I don't necessarily mind being a leader or taking on a leadership role, but all the leadership roles I've ever had in my life are roles in which I get to get my hands dirty. You know what I mean? And that's the type of of uh, coexistence that I like, right? I don't think there's anything wrong with healthy competition. Every Sunday I get up and I go play basketball with uh, some friends and family members. And I love it. I love going out there. I love doing my best. I love, I love uh, going the extra mile. But even sometimes when we're out there... If we get into situations where there's a lot of trash talking or there's a lot of venom being thrown around or anything like that, I'm immediately turned off to the game. Like TikTok has a way of showing me like these these basketball creators and all of them, you know, there is not one of them that's like just completely friggin wholesome. If you know of a wholesome basketball TikTok content creator, please send it to me because I would love to see. I think I saw one and... I don't know what happened to their content. Like, I should have followed. I didn't. Now I feel like a dumbass. But I feel like, you know, to get to get back to stuff and to kind of make things make sense, I, I really feel like right now existence is a competition. And it shouldn't be that way, at least in my opinion. You know, like, I, I, I struggle to think it, it existing is difficult enough as it is. You know what I mean? Especially in the current uh, state of affairs that our world is in, just being, um, admittedly in the day-to-day can suck, and I feel for those people who are regularly struggling with the concept of existence, you know what I mean? Like, I I don't want to get into the nitty-gritty and make a lot of assumptions about, uh, you know, people that, that are, having certain ideations 
but right now it sucks and it's got to suck even more to feel like you have to compete with the person standing next to you just to be heard like I don't ever want anybody to feel like that I don't ever want anybody to feel like I'm talking and you have to compete with me to hear you have your voice heard um to be completely transparent I've actually taken a massive step back socially um unless I'm doing a stream and I'm hosting and I'm chit-chatting with everybody typically if I'm moderating for someone or I'm sitting in a stream or anything I'm usually lurking unless I'm addressed directly or I have to do something from a moderation standpoint like ban somebody or answer a question or something like that I'll say hello but a lot of the time it it feels like I, I have to compete with people who are far more knowledgeable in whatever happens to be going on. And again, this isn't just online. This is everywhere, you know, just to be heard. Like even at that store that I was at earlier, um, they were speaking so confidently and I'm like, all you, you didn't do any troubleshooting. Like all you did was hook it up and then it was like, yeah, it's broken. And I understand, you know, not wanting to troubleshoot if there's no incentive for you to do so. But you could clean it. You could, you could air dust it. You could do a lot of things to it. You could try other cables. There are things that you could do to try and, and pinpoint the issue and not just send somebody on their way with, with a confident, half-assed, in my opinion, diagnosis. You know what I mean? So it, it really kind of put me in a weird, a weird state of mind because I found myself driving home and the one thought that I had as I was driving home was, you know, sometimes all the time lately, it feels like the only way to compete, the only way to win is not to play. And that makes me sad, man, because I really want to get back to a point in my life where I feel like there is legitimate, healthy competition. And there was something that I left out earlier, and I am going to address it because I feel like it's an important as dumb as it's going to sound when I say it, it feels like it's a very important talking point to this piece, right? Like, I, again, will go back to Street Fighter VI. I've been having a hard time with it, and as I'm struggling with it, a lot of times there are people that come to me and they're like, do you think it has anything to do with the modern controls? And while I do struggle against players who use the modern controls, I can't consciously blame it completely on that right i think a lot of what's going on with street fighter 6 right now is my lack of understanding of mechanic systems like in one of my last streams we sent we spent about 15 minutes analyzing a two second clip of me whiffing a grab like my grab went right through jp and eventually somebody was able to explain what they believe to be the case but it just feels so inconsistent because sometimes a frame roll hits, sometimes it doesn't. Is there network latency? Is it the rollback net code? Blah, 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 blah. And that's all well and good. Like, that's, that's you know, one thing. But a lot of people forget that about a year ago, mm, yeah, about a year ago, uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 launched. And the Modern Warfare community that plays Warzone and and the first modern warfare and subsequent games at a high competitive level were furious because of some changes that were made to the game 
to make the game more approachable, right? Like, I said it on stream, and I, I kind of feel like it was something that was glossed over, but I'm going to try and highlight it a bit here. Um, the last Modern Warfare game, Modern Warfare 2, was something that was made for people, you know, uh, old, I, I genuinely feel like it was made for people who were just coming into adulthood when the original Modern Warfare 2 launched. Um, or maybe they were, maybe they were adults, maybe they were mid-20s. I think it's, it instead of like being for hardcore like Warzone content creators trying to hit clips and 360 no-scopes and all that other nonsense playing on monitors, it was really a game that was made to be enjoyed by casual players hooking their, their consoles up to a giant screen TV and kind of going in. And people were furious. And I would, I would actually sit here and very publicly compare the modern control scheme to the changes that were made to Call of Duty. Yeah, it, it makes the game a little bit more approachable for people at large, but the people that are playing that game at a high level aren't really struggling with, with having to adapt to those controls. And I'm not saying this as something as as an insult to the people that don't like the 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 way that Modern Warfare 2 plays or or the people that do like the modern controls. I'm just saying that there's some very very overlooked overlap there that is is kind of almost a testament to the way that gaming is going, right? You look at things like Project L, and Project L isn't gonna is basically gonna be just modern controls. It's not going to have complex inputs and things like that. And, you know, it's possible that when maybe not Street Fighter 7, but Street Fighter 8 may launch the same way. You know what I mean? Maybe everybody's eventually going to have to learn how to play with modern controls. And I think I think that, you know, that's that's not a bad thing per se. But in, in the spirit of, of discussing what it is that we're discussing, like my my struggles with lately with competition are more that I, and I've said this publicly too, I don't have a killer instinct. Like, I don't have that win-at-all-cost mentality. Um, like, I, I want to compete to my strengths, and I don't want to game systems in in order to win. And I, I don't want to accuse anybody of doing that either, but I feel like a lot of competition lately is less about individually competing and more about um, learning a system in in order to win right like i went through a, a pretty rough patch with a game that i love super smash brothers in which i was competing with people who were and they came to me and told me this i was competing with people who were essentially practicing just to beat me and when things like that feel targeted that shit sucks <laughs> like i'll be completely transparent with you when people are practicing like it would be if I was to compare it to Street Fighter VI, it would be like somebody watching videos on Ken play just to learn how to beat Ken. And I think I think that that basing the character that you use off of a counter pick versus basing the character you use off of somebody that you vibe with and somebody that you enjoy is a little bit weird, right? Like the people that play that game at the highest level aren't like if you take you know, in the case of Smash Brothers, if you take your MK Leos, I don't think MK Leo was picking Joker as a counterpick to whoever he was beating at the time. You know what I mean? 
I think he picked a character that he enjoyed using and had a lot of success with him, you know, but that's that that statement is is a little bit defensive and I don't want to strike it from from any sort of record or anything like that. But I do want to be very transparent in that I, I want to get back to a healthy and fun level of of competition in which not everything feels like a competition. You know what I mean? Like not everything is me competing with you guys for somebody else's attention or, you know, me competing with other creators for somebody else's money or like me competing with with people in the video game world for for like clips and and weird shit. Like I'll I'll find a way to to make entertaining content based out of the things that I do, you know, Um, and my hope for you guys is pretty much the same thing. Just. I, I always feel like I well lately I feel like a lot of my hopes for you guys are always tied to like my hope for you guys is that you're conscious of and this this would probably come across as another one but my hope for you guys is genuinely that you're more aware of the fact that not everything is a competition not everybody is trying to to bury you and not everybody's trying to beat you and that's definitely something that i have to learn as well is that i don't think everybody's trying to beat me or beat me down and i think there's a lot of fun to be had out there doing the things that i enjoy doing even at a competitive level but the first thing that we have to learn is we have to learn a high level of of respect for each other and a high level of respect for ourselves and i think that once we start realizing that not everybody's out to get us and not everything is me versus them or me versus the world or whatever the case may be, uh, we'll, we'll start to find uh, enjoyment in, in the things that, that we're doing that we used to love, you know? Um, but that, that's going to be it for this recording. Uh, like I said, I'm not 100% sure I'll use this one. I, I, well, that's a lie. I'll probably use this eventually. I don't know if it's going to be this Tuesday's episode. Um, but I feel pretty good about it. I feel pretty good about it. Uh, but yeah, man, this is the deposition with objection. I'm objection. And I want to thank you guys for listening as usual. This one went a little long, uh, because I, I, I really feel pretty strongly about the, the content matter here, the, the subject matter. Uh, but I will talk to you guys next Tuesday. I love you to death. And, uh, I'll see you in stream. Remember, reach out. Let me know what's going on guys. Cause I need your help. All right. I love y'all. Peace out.